Welcome to HomeWise, a podcast of Highlands Ministries. Wisdom is essential in building a strong family and home life. Proverbs says that a wise woman builds her house and a foolish woman tears it down. I'm Steve, and I'm here with Kara Murphy, my wife and the mother of our 10 children, ages 3 to 20. I've been blessed with a wise and godly wife, and over the years I've learned that Christian women appreciate her perspective and need encouragement to rise above the folly of our culture and be home-wise. In today's HomeWise podcast, we're going to talk about a difficult subject that uh, unfortunately is a reality at times in life, and that is uh, when mom is so sick that she can't be the helper to dad that she wants to be or should be. That is uh, actually... It's rather timely. Yeah, timely for us right now because you're... Uh, great in capital letters with child. <laughs> Three days away from delivery. So. I hear one more time. Is it twins? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this has been a difficult pregnancy for different reasons. And there's been other times that you've not been pregnant that you've been sick. True. And we actually did a uh, podcast on this several months ago that was... Sick and tired. Re- really well accepted, yeah. Uh, sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. Uh, that we did with Mark and Andrea Robinette, that if you want to go back and listen to that, if you haven't, uh, I think that would be beneficial to you. But this one is, what about when mom can't be the helper that she wants to be? Yeah, that's a, <laughs> it's a hard thing, and I uh, have a lot of experience with that frustration and guilt that goes along with that. Um, not, not the world's worst pregnancies, but pretty bad ones. And, uh, every time I get done, I think surely it wasn't that bad. And then I can tell you, cause I'm at the end of this one. No, really? They are that bad. Um, just 16 weeks of real sickness. And then, and then, uh, pretty soon, uh, like with this one, I really had pretty serious mobility issues and, um, here at the end, in fact, I'm 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 afraid I'm going to be terribly spoiled because we've been here at the Ronald McDonald House for four weeks and and uh, my meals are taken care of and I'm not having to to do a lot of my regular duties, which is a good thing for preparing for a special needs child and keeping the stress low. But I I'm afraid I might have a rude awakening when we go. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm in charge. I forgot that. Um, So you might have to address this somewhat because I know I have a bit of a skewed perspective. Um, um, I will say that I have learned that being a helper to my husband can be more than just being up physically doing things. And I have had to learn ways to to be a helpmeet even when my body won't do what I want it to do. Mm-hmm. And whether that's through being a sounding board as you have things come up and you want to talk to me, whether that's through organizing things and having schedules and checklists and making sure that the children that can do stuff are doing everything they can do. Just learning, it doesn't alleviate a lot of the frustration because 
you want to be able to, you want to be at your best all the time. Yeah. And, but the reality is if you're a mom of many and if you have a lot of hard pregnancies or if you, um, in our case, have a lot of miscarriages and hormone issues and all yeah. kinds of things that have come up, yeah. uh, you can't always be at your best. So how can you fulfill your responsibilities um, without, when, when you can't be maybe physically up doing what you need to do? Yeah, I think of all those ladies out there as well, and we know quite a few of them who have chronic illnesses. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with pregnancy or miscarriage or nursing or anything else that might limit mom's ability to get up and get at it. Uh, and those things seem to go on for years and years and years, and uh, it becomes the new normal mm -hmm. that uh, everyone eventually settles into, and it's very hard. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you don't see it as coming from the hand of a loving and merciful God who is good and uh, isn't out to get you, uh, it would be really hard to handle. It would, that's true. But uh, knowing that and remembering that, kind of having that operating in the background all the time, uh, always being able to go back to it, remind yourself of it is a good thing, but but still practically you're still in bed or you're right. still on the sofa or in the chair and not up and about doing all the things that you, that your mind would have you doing. Yes. Uh, and so it's an adjustment for everybody, but most of all, I think for you ladies. Right. I, I mean, it, it would be one of the things that I had to recognize early on, um, when, God was giving us a lot of children very quickly and I was struggling physically in a lot of ways was that God doesn't give me a task he doesn't equip me to do and that means that if I physically am in a place where I can't do this thing then that's not <laughs> something that he expects of me at that moment and um, that that was a was a hard reality to come to mm -hmm. and it, it helped, it, but it did help because, you know, God wasn't giving me children and then taking away all my, my ability to take care of them. And, you know, like some kind of vindictive, you know, um, that, that was a really important thing for me to learn and to remember and to keep in front of me because it also limited some of the frustration. And, you know, the frustration and guilt a lot of times will play into the chronic illness. You know, the, the, you get ill, you are ill, and the, but then you're frustrated and you're, you know, whether angry or hurt or upset, and then that makes it worse. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's a kind of a vicious cycle mm -hmm. where you don't, you're not getting better. And some of it's because of your own baggage that you built up because you were sick to start with. Mm -hmm. And wanting to not go there. Um, another th another thing was um, recognizing the benefits. See, we we're Americans. <laughs> we don't see anything about weakness that's good. And yet, the Bible's very clear that God says, "My strength is made perfect in weakness." And um, in other passages. 
consider it all joy when you go through these trials. And um, I remember as a young mom thinking, that's nuts. <laughs> you know, I'm supposed to be joyful. <laughs> I'm supposed to see this as a blessing that, you know, my hips are out of alignment and I can't walk <laughs> across my house. That's supposed to give me joy. Yeah, and how do I parent these children whose hips are just fine? Right. <laughs> I remember laying on the sofa wishing I had go-go gadget arms and, you know, what, yeah. how, can I, how can I even get to them? And yet I look back now having adult children who were, you know, they were adults during this time period. And I see all the blessings that it came. I see children who learned to work and to serve that would have never learned to work and serve because I would have been so busy serving them that they would have become selfish and self-serving. <laughs> and they probably would have thought that the world sort of owes them. Um, I see there was a lot of emphasis on character training that happened because I'm laying on the sofa and I'm having to deal with things. And I, if I was well and we were up doing all the schoolwork I thought we should have been doing, my emphasis would have been on their intellectual and academic achievement. Mm -hmm. But because I needed them to get along with one another <laughs> and I wasn't able to do all these other things with them, mm -hmm. I worked more on their character than I did on the academic side. And yours. Well, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> there was definitely that um, that I definitely did not see for a long time. How God was building, you know, this thing called patience. You know, those fruit of the spirit <laughs> that I didn't have. <laughs> um, I sort of had this sort of belief that the way to get the fruit of the spirit was to study my Bible more. <laughs> Not to go through adversity. <laughs> um, and so God was showing me that this is how you get through the Spirit in a very practical way. And I was going, no, 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 no. I'm supposed to do that through Bible study. Um, I'm supposed to just pray really hard about it. I don't. I can do on my schedule. That's that right. Way. I don't want to have to actually practice patience to get more patience. <laughs> I just wanted to be endowed with patience because the Spirit is living in me. So God was working this out in the background. Uh, when you thought you were just trying to survive, God right. was actually creating something much better than what you would have set out to have done. Absolutely. Because my view was a very shallow one, yeah. and it was a very simplistic one. Yeah. And that was not what God had. So you seek first the kingdom of God, and then all those other things are added to you that yeah. you could not have generated on your own. Right. But I will, getting back to the particular question about how to be a helpmeet mm -hmm. to your husband um, when you're sick. Um, yes, it's going to look different um, than what we initially imagine. You know, the 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 uh, Oxford shirts won't be ironed in the closet mm -hmm. <laughs> so that he can go to his job looking a certain way, or you know. And yet, at the same time, when you're tired, when you're sick, it's very easy to become self-focused. Uh, whether that's through whining, complaining about how bad you have it. Which, you might have it bad. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying you focus on yourself. Or you focus so much on, quote, finding a cure that you're blind to what's going on around you. Mm. And so 
on one hand, it may not look like the typical, uh, you know, where the hot meal is ready at the end of the day, per se, you know, and the house is just so, and the children are all, I don't know, little halos over their heads around the table. Um, and yet at the same time, um, being more concerned about his interests than your own will go, that, that will actually go a long way in helping that. And it will keep the focus off of you as much as possible and put it on someone else. And also, you will see ways that you can help. So, um, for me, I could bounce the checkbook when I was sitting and not able to get up and around, but I could do that. And that happens to be something that you hate to do. And so, that was a way I could help you. You can make a grocery list. I can make a grocery list. So you I were, could shop. Yeah, you were physically doing the, um, the shopping. But I was making the menus and, and developing the grocery list. And I, I made menus that took 15 minutes to make and could be made by anyone. Um, so that if it was a really bad day and I was hurting real bad, you could come in and boil the hot dogs. <laughs> you know, or whatever. It wasn't... Um, I didn't put expectations that we have XYZ types of, of meals. Mm-hmm. Um, if you did, that would have been shot down. Well, it wouldn't have worked. By yeah. reality. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but it would have ended up there eventually, but this was less of a fight. And I think I think, um, I think, think I did okay at keeping in mind that you weren't my helpmate. Mm-hmm. That, um, now, that didn't mean I didn't ask you to do things. In fact... Um, we're at a stage right now. I, I mean, I, goodness, I can't, I can't bend over. And, um, you know, you're cleaning the tub and wiping up the bathroom floor right now. Um, and I can ask for that. I can say, Hey, could, could you do that? That's fine. But a lot of women, when they're sick or even when they're not, they sort of get this, like, he's here to help me. <laughs> and, um, and so they put expectations on their husbands and they, um, maybe feel resentment when he doesn't read their mind or when he has other priorities that aren't our priorities. Mm-hmm. Um, he may look around and say, you know, for having a wife that's sick, this house looks pretty good. She's looking around going, oh, this place is a mess, I, you know. And yet um, to insist that we spend all day Saturday cleaning it up is, is mom's priorities, not dad's priorities. Um, and so that in itself, I, I think I did okay with that. I don't know. You can tell me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we also saw the benefit of, uh, of older children who became competent yeah. quickly. Yeah. Uh, and who, uh, who, um, well, you know, our, our first four, uh, can, they're really, I mean, <laughs> Maybe with uh, a slight exception with Luke, are very capable in the kitchen. He was taught. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think he was motivated to, to retain. So it's a good thing he married a great cook. That's right. Yeah. And uh, praise the Lord, he's always going to have good meals. And he's already learning. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, and it's not just cooking. It's it's what, helping cleaning? with children, cleaning. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything that needs to be done in and around the home. 
Which, with a family full of boys, is a little bit more rare. Yeah. Um, you know, we've always been a majority boy household. And the temptation would have been, you know, they take out the trash and chop the wood and do the lawn. And the girls do the inside stuff. But we didn't have that choice. So now those young men appreciate what their wives and others do for them. Because they know what a pain it is to keep up a clean bathroom and cook a meal and... And plan multiple menus day after day when you're tired of it. Yeah. Um, that is a real blessing. So the point is, yeah, this is hard. Yes. But, but God uses it yeah. to do things that we couldn't have done. We, or we, we may have tried, but he always does it better. Yeah. <laughs> it works out better. Even if it, at the time I remember thinking, God, why did you give me all these responsibilities and then not give me the ability to fulfill them? Yeah. And, and then I, I think I, what I recognized was, um, he gave me the ability to fulfill the responsibilities he gave me. It was up to me to recognize my limitations and to see, um, see his hand in that so that it wasn't anymore. You didn't let me fulfill my responsibilities. It was you, God changed my priorities and, and my responsibilities to fit what it was he really wanted me to be doing. Hi, this is Eric from Highlands. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast from Kara and Steve Murphy as much as I have. The Murphys have long written for our magazine, Every Thought Captive, and I'm thrilled that we're getting to hear even more from them as they seek to apply scripture to their everyday lives. The Murphys are just a part of the community of believers that make up the teaching in Highlands. We are adding new voices all the time as we seek to learn from each other about what God would have us to be and how he would have us to live. You can find this podcast and all our other resources on our website at highlandsministriesonline.org. I value your feedback. You are who we are here for. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, please don't hesitate to email me at info at highlandsministriesonline.org. 